the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Everybody, it's another Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Thanks for joining me on this Sunday evening or whenever it is that you uh, download and listen to the podcast version of this show. I very much appreciate it. We're not going to take it by Twisted Sister. And uh, why are we playing that? Well, it's pretty simple. Uh, earlier this week, March 15th, 1955, D. Snyder was born in Astoria, New York. 66 years old. It's amazing. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you were a fan of heavy metal back, to, back in the, in the eighties, you knew and loved Twisted Sister. That first album, Stay Hungry, uh, is probably, in my opinion, their best album. And, uh, you know, I'll tell the story in a second. You can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AGCraftBeerCast via email at albertg.nycradio.com. We're on iTunes. You just do a search for AGCraftBeerCast. You can find the shows on, on that platform. We're Alexa Ready as well, radio.com, iHeartRadio, and, of course, the Hopped Up Network. Head over there. Uh, you know, shortly after the show ends, the podcast version goes up, and you can download and listen to it at your leisure. Now, Twisted Sister, I remember listening to this album. I was probably 12 or 13 years old. I was in the backyard of Desi's house. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, Desiree. Jeez. We were sitting in the backyard. It was summertime. And I remember, I think we were graduating sixth grade when this came out. And I remember listening to this album and the cover, of course, D. Snyder. He's got a bone. He's got all this makeup on and stuff. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, that's the kind of stuff that I want to listen to. And, you know, lo and behold, you know, whatever. Anyway. Fast forward, never saw Twisted Sister in concert until about, I would say, 10 years ago when it was the 20, you know, the 20th or 30th anniversary of uh, Stay Hungry, and they did the album from beginning to end at Starland Ballroom. It was awesome. Had the best time. Stephen Piercy from Rat opened for them. They were terrible, uh, except for when he played his you know Rat songs. It was a solo group. And um, they did do Heading Out to the Highway from Judas Priest, which I was surprised, and it was actually very good. But um, Twisted Sister just knocked the doors off of everyone. And then not too long later, A.J. Pirro, the, the longtime drummer, who worked at the hardware store down the street from me for years, um, DeLeo's, uh, ended up passing away of a, uh, I believe it was a heart attack. So, uh, you know, unbelievable. The memories and things that you think of of when songs come on, that's the great thing about music to me, is that when, you know, when a song is played and it triggers a memory, uh, whether it's good or bad, and you go back to that, 
and you kind of just say, wow, you know, like that was a great moment. Or, oh, that was really, a, you know, kind of a crappy moment. You know, just saying. Now, coming up in 20 minutes, Brian Orlando. He's a DJ out on Long Island for 94.3 The Shark. But he's partnered up with a local brewery out there called 1940s Brewing Company to bring awareness to suicide prevention. It's a serious story, and it's one that needs to be told, and it happens to have beer attached to it. So the beer is called Never Alone. We'll, uh, we'll dive in with him in about 20 minutes. Funny, we taped the interview earlier in the week while he was in the middle of doing his morning show. Um, he spared 10 minutes for me to jump on to talk about this. And uh, again, I think this is something that's very important with suicide prevention. If you're thinking about that, if you think that you're in despair and, you know, you just you can't go on, there are people that can and will help you. I had a dear friend in this business, in this radio business, take her own life a couple of years ago. Um, and I wish she had reached out to me or to somebody for help. And I'm still hurt by it to this day. She was a wonderful woman, a lot of spirit, and I'm just sad that she is no longer here um, in this world. And we'll leave it at that. Let's dive into some beer news. Uh, Our friends from Weldworks, they've launched their 10K IPA series, and they're going to fund $10,000 of charitable giving once a quarter. So uh, a few weeks back, they announced the Weldworks Diversity Scholarship at the University of Northern uh, Colorado. They are continuing its commitment to equality and inclusion with the launch of 10K IPA. It's a philanthropic IPA series that will donate $10,000 in proceeds from the sale of the beer to local nonprofit organizations every quarter. That's four quarters. So that's forty grand For each of the 10K IPA series, they'll feature a rotating theme and nonprofit partner that the brewery will support on a quarterly basis. Uh, just this past March 12th, Wellworks debuted 10K IPA Unite Edition to support UNC's Unite program which gives undergraduate and graduate students the opportunity to begin or continue conversations in relations to equity and inclusion across a broad range of identities and the university's Gender and Sexuality Resource Center. It's a mentor program that provides support to undergraduates along the gender, sexuality, and romantic spectrums. It's brewed with Citra, Strata, and Idaho Gem Hops. Again, as I said, available already uh, this past March 12th at the Greeley Tap Room. Limited distribution across a portion of of the brewery's footprint, including northern Colorado and Boulder, while supplies last. Obviously, they had some bad snowstorms out there earlier in the week, so it may have prevented the beer from getting uh, to certain places, but, you know, just hang on. It'll be there soon enough. And staying in Colorado, Colorado Brewers Guild has announced a list of participating Colorado craft breweries for Colorado Pint Day on April 7th. This year, over 150 breweries uh, are participating in this beloved fundraiser. A dollar of each pint glass sold will be donated to the CBG. That's great. Uh, Again, everybody has had a difficult year in terms of the pandemic, and breweries are no exception. Uh, So, you know, whatever you can do to help support uh, the Colorado Brewers Guild on April 7th for Colorado Pint Day is great. Just go to the CBG's website to find out the list of over 150 brewers that are participating in this. Um, CBG Executive Director Shawnee Adelson, who we've had on the program before, says one of the great things about Colorado Pint Day is that it is truly a statewide effort, and I'm thrilled that we have a record number of breweries participating this year. There are member breweries near and far, including some of the oldest and largest craft breweries and some of the smallest and newest participating. It's a you know a time-honored tradition, Colorado Pint Day, and a lot of, a lot of states do this. New Jersey needs to kind of really do something to get a punch, too, here. Um, this year's Colorado Pint Day design has a catch-a-pint theme incorporating elements of the outdoors and wildlife printed on a 16-ounce 
Libby Will Becker glass, a dollar of each pint glass sold will be donated to the Colorado Brewers Guild, as I said. And uh, for Keep the Glass promotions to giveaways, breweries creatively choose how they want to celebrate Colorado Pint Day. New to this year are stickers. Participating breweries will have stickers available. All you do, follow your local brewery social channels uh, for more details on that. So kudos to the good folks at the Colorado Brewers Guild. Founders Brewing announcing a new bottle shop series with the return of Nemesis. It's a barley wine-style ale uh, brewed with roasted malts and no shortage of hops for a pleasantly bitter, booming flavor. It's an ABV of 11.2%. Um, this is a big, strong beer. Uh, and as brewmaster Jeremy Kosmicki says, um, he was targeting a sort of hybrid between a barley one and an imperial stout, less ro- roasted malt than you'd expect in a stout, but just enough to turn the color dark and add another layer of complexity to an already deep disposition of flavors. Uh, the Bottle Shop series, of course, a tribute to the folks who supported ragtag brewers across the country when craft beer when it was in its infancy. It is available now, Nemesis, in both the Grand Rapids and Detroit tap rooms. will be available nationwide in four packs of 12-ounce bottles beginning on April Fool's Day. That would be April 1st. The pricing in the Founders Tap Room is $15 a four-pack. Of course, prices will vary by each individual market. And then finally, our good friends from Heavy Seas Beer excited to announce the next release from their 15-barrel brew house, which has been a great series for them. They've really done some nice stuff here. Uh, Juice Cannon Lemon Meringue Pie, which I'm a sucker for lemon. Um, Another exciting twist on our flagship IPA, Loose Cannon. Juice Cannon Lemon Meringue is a... Hazier, juicier counterpart brewed with lemon for zest and lactose for creaminess. This beer is inspired by, of course, the sweet and tart flavors of lemon meringue pie. Perfectly tangy and velvety juice can and lemon meringue really is as nice as pie. It'll be available in four packs of 16-ounce cans during a curbside can release uh, coming up on March 26th. And, of course, the uh, label artwork designed by local Baltimore artist, Chris Shiner of Chris Shiner Art, and uh, we, we've mentioned this before, all the Taproom exclusive beer labels are designed by Shiner uh, in 2021. So that's cool, lemon meringue version uh, of a beer. And again, like I said, I'm a sucker for lemon, so I can't wait for Heavy Seas to send me a sample of this. This is definitely something uh, that I want to try. And, um, you know, again, it's important as, you know, we're, we're I don't want to say we're nearing the end of the pandemic. I think we're in the if you want to look at it as a football game, I think we're in the very late third quarter uh, of the pandemic. People are getting vaccinated. Um, you know, we're starting to see a downtick of the virus. Still, there's, you know, people are getting it. So you need to be careful. But it is now imp- more important than ever to be supporting as many local businesses as you can. And it's not just breweries. It's other places as well. Not only in New York City, in New Jersey, wherever you are in the country, around the world, Support those local businesses. You're not only helping them to pay their bills, you're helping them to put food on their table. And it is important, absolutely important, to, um, to help these people out in whatever way that you possibly can. Um, these businesses are hurting. The ones in New York City, more than ever, are hurting. And they need your help. And whatever you can do to help them, it will be very much appreciated. Now, when we come back after a short break, more news and notes from around the beer world. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer.
Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo. That's G A T U L O. Facebook dot com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find all the shows on that platform. Uh, Alexa ready as well. We're on Radio.com, iHeartRadio, and, of course, the Hopped Up Network. You head over there to thehoppedupnetwork.com, and you can listen to the podcast version of this show uh, on Monday mornings before 6 a.m. and a plethora of others that you can download and listen to at your leisure. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, Brian Orlando. He's a DJ out on Long Island for 94.3 The Shark. He's partnered up with a local brewery out there called 1940s Brewing Company to bring awareness to suicide. And it's prevention. It's a serious story, one that needs to be told, and it happens to have beer attached to it. The beer is called Never Alone. We'll get into it just about 10 minutes from now. Let's dive into some beer news. Trogues has announced the release of a Lollihop. It's a soft, citrusy, and slightly hazy double IPA with notes of pear, citrus, and a hint of melon. Now, the inspiration for this beer began in the hop fields of Yakima Valley, Washington, uh, during the brewery's annual pilgrimage to this hop-growing hotbed. Uh, explains Trogue's uh, co-founder, brother, and brewmaster, John Trogner. We were like kids in a candy store. We eyeball the hops, crush them in our hands, and rub them uh, till their oils fill the air. Uh, Lollihop has worked its way through the brewery's small batch scratch series, starting with number 327, an IPA hopped with Citra and Mosaic. And as Trogner says, there's only a handful of beers that have an aha origin, and Lollihop happens to be one of them. So uh, it is available on draft and in four packs of 16-ounce cans, Everywhere Trogues beer is sold. Of course, for more information, you can go over to Trogues' website and check it out. Looking forward to trying uh, this particular beer uh, if and when I get samples from the good folks from Trogues. Now, uh, let's head to Colorado. And I know there's a lot of Colorado brewing news that we give, and we've got a number of breweries out there that are nice enough and kind enough to send me their releases. If you want to send me your press release, it's very simple. Albert G at nycradio.com. You shoot it over there, and I will get it, and I will put it in. Uh, the news. And usually, if it's stuff that's coming up in the coming weeks, send it to me. The earlier you get it to me, the better it is for me to kind of plan because obviously, I make no secret of this. The show is taped, it's not live. So, um, you know, the sooner you get this stuff to me, uh, the easier it'll be. And of course, portions of the program brought to, brought to you by Source uh, Brewing right down in Colts Neck, New Jersey, right off of Route 34. Go and get your beer directly from the Source, a beautiful facility. And with the spring weather coming, Boy, let me tell you something. A little outdoor drinking, not a bad thing. Team Player Productions excited to announce the tickets for the 5th Annual Vale Craft Beer Classic on June 25th and 26th. They went on sale this past Thursday, March 18th. And during the pandemic last year, the Team Player crew was able to put on one of the only in-person craft beer festivals in Colorado. Now, it was largely due to careful planning, quick pivoting, and studying everything from how brewers interact and pour-to-line formations and check-in processes. Similar to last year, the silver lining with COVID-19 restrictions is that this year's festival will be an intimate, all-inclusive sampling event with no crowds and no lines, but plenty of premium beers in a one-of-a-kind scenic mountain setting in the heart of Vail Valley. So there's four Toast of Vail sessions at the park adjacent to the Ford Sculpture Garden and Betty Ford Alpine Gardens on Friday, June 25th from 2 to 4 p.m. and from 5 to 7 p.m. and Saturday, June 26th from noon to 2 p.m. and 3 to 5 p.m. So it's a two-hour session. All day passes are available for those wanting to attend both sessions on the same day. Each session limited to 250 guests to allow for social distancing, so it's very small. Tickets cost $49 per session or $89 for an all-day pass. Now, it's interesting they want to do two days, 
uh, two hours as opposed to a longer period. So I guess you're not there and not as exposed as much, which is good. So the festival organizers work closely with Eagle County Health to make sure it's a safe event for everyone involved. The following restrictions currently are in place, though they may relax by event time depending on the county's dime. Uh, Outdoor venue with open airflow. Temperature checks for everyone attending and working the festival. Masks may be required except for the designated areas for eating and drinking. Multiple sessions uh, capped based on capacity restrictions and a layout that emphasizes social distancing and minimal cross-contamination. There'll be distanced areas with tables and chairs or picnic spaces for guests to bring their own blankets. In addition to the plenty of beer offerings, there's also craft seltzers, non-alcoholic beer, so there's something for everyone. And new this year, select beers... We'll have QR codes so that attendees can order from Westvale Liquors directly from the festival and maybe delivered anywhere in Vail Valley. That's a cool concept. So you like a beer, you're trying to remember it, maybe you don't have a pen and paper handy. Here's a QR code that links you directly to the liquor store that's nearby, and they'll send it right to your house. That's ingenious. Wouldn't that be great if they did that at a beer festival in New Jersey so you didn't have to remember what it is? You could just order it and have it shipped to you? Man, that now that's pretty cool. So I, I like that idea. I, I I like the fact that they're limiting the amount of guests. My only issue is going to be if, um, you know, like an event like Atlantic City, there's no way you could run that with 250 guests. You've got to have a considerable amount of people. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But uh, cool stuff there on the Vail Craft Beer Classic and hope that they pull it off. Hopefully, you know what, maybe we'll get somebody on as we get closer to the event, find out what brewers will be there and uh, all the safety precautions that they're going to take place. Now, giving away beer... Definitely one way to make friends, right? But that's what a Florida couple was hoping for when they put up a sign in their yard offering free beer. They had moved to the area just weeks before the pandemic began, making it nearly impossible to meet neighbors. But a year later, they figured it was time. In addition to the sign, they posted flyers inviting people to stop by their driveway and have a drink. And it worked. The couple says they now have plenty of friends. This is in Cape Coral, Florida. That's a pretty cool idea. Now, now knowing me... I'm not the type of guy who would put a sign out that would say free beer. There's a lot of people I don't want to talk to. Maybe it's just me. Um, I don't know if this would work in New York or New Jersey, but certainly someplace like Florida, it would work. People down south, much more friendly. That's a cool idea, though. I like it. Uh, the Stone Enjoy Buy IPA series is coming back. Uh, in uh, they, They've been doing this since 2012, and uh, despite dozens of releases and a few variants over the years, They've never done a hazy version of the Stone Enjoy by IPA. So now, uh, Stone Enjoy by 4 2021, uh, it's a hazy IPA that is in celebration of those magical little green buds they call hops. It's a fresh imperial IPA brewed to be enjoyed as fresh as possible. Don't let the back of your fridge bogart. Sit back, relax, and take this puppy down in a blaze of hazy glory, as they say, uh, from our good friends from Stone. It is available now at Stone locations. It's rolling out nationwide this uh, this past week. Uh, and also, if you are in California, they will direct ship it to you online. They offer a $10 flat rate shipping for one bottle or a dozen. So if you're in California and you want to get Stone beer shipped to you, remember, don't just get one. You can get a couple. It's a $10 flat rate shipping fee. So that's pretty cool there. And then, uh, finally, Odell Brewing out in Colorado sent us this. They're proud to announce the latest addition to their year-round lineup. It's called Kindling. It's a refreshing golden ale. Uh, It is serving as the spokes beer for the brewery's charitable program and community outreach. Uh, Many nonprofit organizations, the focus, of course, is doing the work for the community they serve. 
uh, but their message doesn't always reach a larger, broader audience. Odell Brewing is going to use Kindling Golden Ale as a platform to share the impact their partners make, amplify their message, and engage with new audiences. Uh, with the launch of this beer, Kindling Golden Ale, Odell Brewing has renamed their platform Odell Gives Back 1%. It represents the brewery's commitment to giving 1% of all revenue to their charitable programs and community outreach. Along with that re- release of Kindling, Odell Brewing is launching a six-week campaign that highlights their charitable partners and showcases the work they do in the community in order to raise awareness around their impact and needs. Uh, this is a few of the charities they're going to be uh, benefiting. Fort Collins Cultural Enrichment Center, The Growing Project, Wildlands Restoration Volunteers, and the Gathering Place, as well as others. Uh, This is uh, a 5% ABV Golden Ale boasts bright citrus and peach aromas and a crisp, refreshing finish. Uh, It is available on draft and in six-pack cans across Colorado. It will also be one of Odell's brand priorities for 2021, and it is currently available throughout their 20-state footprint. For more information, of course, go to Odell, O-D-E-L-L, brewing.com, and also if you do slash impact, uh, you will find out where they are giving away uh, this one percent to these uh, various charities that they have. Very cool. Hope to get a can of that for a review, and I will let you know uh, if that happens, and we'll review it on a future uh, suds and duds. Now, when we come back after a short break, Brian Orlando from ninety four point three, the Shark out of Long Island, is going to join me. We're going to talk about this beer uh, that he uh, co created with nineteen forties Brewing Company that brings awareness to suicide and its prevention. It's an important message. Uh, to be heard uh, has to do with uh, one of his favorite artists, Chris Cornell, and uh, we'll get into it next with Brian Orlando from 94.3 The Shark. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. We're on iTunes. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast, and you can find the shows there. Alexa Ready as well, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, and we're also on the Hopped Up Network. You just head over to the Hopped Up Network. Uh, com. Check out the podcast version of this show on Monday mornings, as well as a plethora of others you can download and listen to at your leisure. Now, that was Audio Slave and doesn't remind me. And my next guest is a DJ out on Long Island. He's currently the morning guy over at 94.3 The Shark, but that's not why he's on tonight. He's on here to talk about suicide and to bring awareness to suicide prevention, and he's doing it through beer and that particular artist, Chris Cornell, that you heard there, has a little bit to do with this. And for more info uh, about Brian, you can check out 943-943-theshark.com. For the brewery producing the beer, uh, that is 1940s. You spell out, actually, it's the numbers, 1940sbrewingcompany.com. Let me welcome to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, Brian Orlando. Brian, how are you? That was the best waiting music I've ever heard. I'm great after that. Thank you. <laughs> you got it. Listen, I'm a big fan of Chris Cornell. I was fortunate enough to see him uh, a number of years ago when he had just broken up with Audio Slave uh, over at the Beacon Theater, and it was a memorable, memorable concert. So, and I love the guy. So I, I know exactly where you're going. You're going with with him now. 
Uh, all of this, helping people who are looking to commit suicide, started with, as we just mentioned, Chris Cornell, uh, when he took his own life back in May of 2017. What was it that affected you so much that you said, I have to try and help people? It was one of the hardest days I ever had on the air. And I just remember not knowing how I was going to get through it that day because the news broke in the middle of the night and I drove in so flustered, wondering about what I was going to say. And then phone call after phone call came in from just listeners around Long Island. And it's like, yo, we have your back and we're calling you to see if you're okay. And then one of my close friends is Kevin from Candlebox. And he texted me about 9 o'clock in the morning, which was 6 o'clock his time. Right. And he just texted, are you okay? And I thought, Yo, man, he's your friend. Like, he's an idol of mine, but I never met him. He's your friend, and you're asking me if I'm okay. And that just got me really thinking about that whole connection with music and how you really just need a common bond to, to know someone, to, to be able to say, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's, and that's the great thing about, about radio and about music radio in general is that you can speak through the music which is so cool. And when something like that happens, you know, look, Chris Cornell taking his own life uh, is, is a terrible tragedy. And to be able to play his music and remember him and to think back and, and reflect on those times, that is an amazing thing. It's cathartic. It helps people to get over uh, the grief. So you, you end up uh, writing, you, you, come, you put together a song, I guess this was, you know, as... Uh, the the months were and years were going on. You put you put together a song and then you put together a video with some great local musicians. Your friend Ashley Massaro, uh, who at the time was a DJ with you and a former WWE diva, uh, you got you guys decide to put this video together at the brewery at 1940s Brewery. You shoot the video there. Everything's great. Then what happens? So the song comes together with Brendan from Weedus. He had that song "Teenage Dirtbag." Mm-hmm. I wrote the lyrics, he put together the music, we sent it to Vinny from Sponge in Michigan and Kevin from Candlebox, and they put the song together. I introduced it to Ashley, she goes, I absolutely want to be a part of the video. One of the best days of my life, January 8th, 2019, 81 people showed up at the 1940s on their day off. Wow Just to film this thing, they were so receptive, where maybe three weeks away from releasing the video and Ashley had taken her own life and just turned us all upside down. And and how did that that make you feel, Brian? Gross. I I felt so disgusted. Like, I let her down in some way. You know, you you spend all this time thinking you're helping people, and I didn't even that... In my head, it's like I didn't even bother to ask you if you're okay. You're here helping other people. And it just it got me frustrated, and it got me thinking that the project should never see the light of day. And for a year, it didn't. Oh, wow. Now, we're talking with Brian Orlando. He's the morning guy at 94.3, the shark out on Long Island. He's raising awareness about suicide prevention. He's doing it through beer in a local brewery on Long Island called 1940s Brewing. For more info on Brian, check out 943theshark.com. And for the brewery producing the beer, go to 1940S, the letter S, brewingcompany.com. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So Ashley takes her own life. Now you have this whole thing with, you know, with Chris Cornell, and obviously there, there have been other artists in, in between that time that you know, have been doing this, which is a tragedy. Uh, you have to be thinking to yourself, what can I do? 
I can't let her death be in vain. So how does 1940s brewing come into this story? Well, we have been working with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention since then, and we did the walks and we raised some money for charity. But back in May of 2020, we did a music telethon because at the time there was a lot of focus on first responders, and I believe that that should have been the case, but there was no focus on those that were sitting home by themselves doing the right thing but isolated. So we put together this two-and-a-half-hour telethon for the people staying at home. And the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention benefited from the proceeds we raised. And Vinny from Sponge reached out to me the next day and said, Look, cuz, I understand that you're still upset, and so am I, but we need that song right now. And I'm thinking, come on, Vinny, it's it's a song, like whatever. And he's like, no, seriously, let's put it out. So we went to... Ashley Massaro's parents, we played them the video, we got their blessing, and then we decided to post it. Nice. And so John Brengel, the head brewer and owner, uh, comes in and says, I want to brew a beer, uh, you know, to spotlight uh, suicide awareness. What, is, what, how, what, was the, what was the whole, or, you know, the, 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 the thinking behind this of putting a beer out? I walked into the brewery December of 2020, just like I would normally do because I love hanging out there. Right. And he goes, come here. He sits me down. He goes, I want to give back. You do so much for suicide prevention. I said, well, yeah, John, so do you. What do you think we filmed the video? And he goes, no, let's put together a beer where the proceeds go to suicide prevention. How can we do this? And I said, well, what if we put the video on the side of the can? What if there's some way to put the video on the side of the can? And that's when my much more technologically in, in advanced friend Tara explained the QR code to me. Oh, very cool. So now I didn't know that. Okay, so you scan the QR code, and this, pop, this pops the video up on your phone, and you can watch it. Yep. Oh, that, now that is very cool. So now the beer is a New England IPA, a New England-style uh, IPA. You're not, and you're not really a beer drinker, right? You're a, te- you're a tequila guy, right? I'm a tequila guy. That's why it's a lime-flavored beer, in honor of, in honor of my non-beer taste. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. <laughs> We're talking with Brian Orlando. He's the morning guy at 94.3 The Shark out on Long Island. He's raising awareness about suicide prevention. He's doing it through beer in a local brewery on Long Island called 1940s Brewing, as we just said, is producing this beer. It's a New England-style IPA. And for more info on Brian, you check out 943theshark.com for the brewery producing the beer. Go to 1940sbrewingcompany.com. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And so the beer is available in the tap room on draft. It's on, it's on the cans. You scan the QR code and you can watch the video. Um, I believe that a portion of the proceeds does go to suicide awareness, correct? One dollar from every four pack, and then if you go to the brewery in the tasting room, I believe it's a dollar off every pint. Oh, now that now that's pretty cool. So I, I have to ask, and I don't know if maybe uh, you and John have have talked about this. Uh, since the pandemic has gone on, we've seen uh, different breweries, like Other Half Brewery, uh, produced uh, put out a recipe publicly for all brewers to share, and it was called All Together. And breweries from all over the country uh, produced this recipe. Some put their little, you know, tweaks in it and stuff. And all of the proceeds uh, of this beer went towards restaurant workers, people being, you know, uh, harmed by the pandemic. Has there been any thought here of putting the recipe out that maybe other brewers could jump on and? Maybe, you know, spotlight uh, suicide awareness. Has there been any thought of that? 
There's been talk about it. Vinny from Sponge does something called the Beer Sessions from Michigan every Saturday where he promotes different craft craft beers for their charities. And we talked about doing something with them. John, you know, he, he's the master brewer. He knows all about this stuff. He brought it up to me and said it would be great if we could somehow make this a national push. And look, you know, the QR code on the side of our can shows a video that promotes people being together. I would love to see other artists putting a QR code with inspirational messages on cans. Yeah, now that would be a great idea. Or maybe even a QR code, well, like at the end of the video, it takes you to a website where you can donate, uh, you know, to suicide awareness or something like that. That'd be great. That would, that would be a, a cool thing. Brian, um, a last question for me, Brian. Um, you know, obviously, um, you knew somebody personally in your life that, that took their own life. Obviously, a huge musical artist that took his own life. What's the, what's the one thing, if somebody is listening to this right now, and they're listening late at night or whatever it is, and maybe they're down and they're in despair, what's the one thing that you would tell them that, that they should do? Every piece of advice and information that I've gotten about those who are contemplating suicide truly believe that they're doing their friends and family a favor by not being here anymore. So the first thing that I would say to anyone is, A, you're wrong. We need you here. B, think about that statement. Think about how many people around you have hurt after losing somebody over the years and think if, you, if that's worth going through the pain again. You know, that's a, that's a really good point. That is a really good point. And you know what? Everybody is important. And, that, and, and t- you know, you're right. Reach out to somebody, anybody. I mean, even if it's 4 o'clock in the morning and you reach out to somebody, somebody's going to pick up the phone. You've got to be able to talk to them. My guest has been Brian Orlando. He's the morning guy at 94.3 The Shark. He's been on here raising awareness about suicide prevention. He's doing it through beer in a local brewery on Long Island called 1940s Brewing. For more info on Brian and his morning show, check out 943theshark.com. For the brewery producing the beer, go to 1940sbrewingcompany.com. Brian, thanks so much for joining me tonight. I hope that if one person who is thinking about taking their life hears this, makes a call to a friend, the police, someone to get them help. If there's anything I can do to help out with this, Brian, please feel free to reach out to me. Al, honestly, I'm honored to be on, and I really appreciate this. This meant a lot. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. I could listen to this guy for hours. The haunting voice of Chris Cornell and Sunshower. Welcome back to the final segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Uh, that was uh, his one of his first solo hits after he had left Soundgarden and uh, taken from us uh, way too early um, on this mortal coil, as it were. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter very easily at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, via email 
Albert G at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find the show uh, on that platform. We're Alexa Ready as well, radio.com, iHeartRadio, and the Hopped Up Network. Just head over to thehoppedupnetwork.com. You can listen to my show, Selling Craft Beer, uh, The Wart. I mean, uh, there's so many great shows that are on the Hopped Up Network. You definitely have to check them out. Uh, and the podcast version of this show is up usually uh, before 6 a.m. It's usually on a couple minutes after the show. I try to post it uh, as quickly as possible. Um, we're going to dive into suds and duds. I, you know, I really, I have to say, thanks so much to Brian Orlando, the morning guy over at 94.3 The Shark, uh, for jumping on tonight. Um, suicide awareness and prevention is very important. You know, we talked about it in the interview in the last break, but it, it's even more important uh, now, more than ever, that if you have a problem, if there's something wrong, let's say you're listening to this program right now and you're feeling down on yourself, there's always a phone number to call. There's always a friend to call. There's somebody that will listen to you. And, and that's, you know, listen, this is a lesson that I've been learning for a very long time and still learning it every day. The art of listening is something that not many people have. Um, it, it's easy to jump in with the solution, right? I like to solve things. I want to fix things. I want to get stuff done. Uh, I don't have time to deal with, you know, nonsense. Um, but there are people out there, it's not about fixing the problem. It's about listening to them. It's about listening to what their issues are and getting them the help that they need. That's the most important thing. And I think it's something that we miss a lot. We all do. And I lost a friend. I'm gonna, very quickly, I'm going to tell this story, and then we're going to dive into suds and duds. I lost a friend a couple of years ago in the business. We both came up in the business. Our first jobs uh, were at WNEWFM, the place where Rock lived. And we worked together. Uh, Erica was, a, I think, a year or two older than me. And we became really good friends. And she got into the music side of the business, was a DJ at a number of different places, PDH in Poughkeepsie, out in Long Island, uh, out in Connecticut on the Fox, uh, did a bunch of stuff on uh, Long Island. I think she was with K-Joy at one point uh, doing the middays and um, became a news reporter for News 12 out on Long Island, did a bunch of different things. And um, she lost... Uh, who she called the love of her life to substance abuse a number of years ago. And a few years ago, she took her own life. And the last time we saw each other, which was about a year before she took her life, we had the best time. And we were chit-chatting, um, you know, on and off on social media and stuff. She was a great person, a wonderful, giving woman. And she took her own life because she couldn't live with the pain of losing Somebody that she loved so much. And I, and I wish that she had been able to reach out to somebody to get help. And she may have still been here today. And that, my friends, is why you have to reach out to somebody. Talk to them. Tell them what's going on. You know, again, sometimes it's not about solving the problem. It's about just somebody listening to the issues that you have. And sometimes just getting it out there in the open will make you feel a little bit better. Maybe not, but, you know, it's a good start. All right, let's dive into suds and duds. Um, my good friends um, from another radio station actually sent me, uh, or actually we, we had a, a 4 a.m. rendezvous of picking up beers. So my buddy Chris Roush uh, is friendly with the people from Wild East Brewing over in Brooklyn, and he brought me a sampler of a couple of their different beers, one of them that I had actually tried last weekend, Life on Mars. This is a Marzen, um, a, a fest beer lager. Uh, very well done by Wild East Brewing. 
Uh, it's bready. It hits all the right notes. It was very tasty. Kind of a warm-up beer before I went out that night. And uh, I have to say, an excellent beer. Looking forward to diving into the other three uh, that I got. And uh, I think we have to get the folks from Wild East uh, on the program to talk about um, you know, their journey uh, to getting their brewery open in Brooklyn. Uh, the, the folks at Bolero just absolutely kill it with their kettle sours and their sours in general. Um, Villainous Amulet uh, by Bolero is so amazing. It's such a banging sour. It's tart. It's delicious. It, it's got that purplish hue when it pours in the glass. It's one of those things that when I see a beer that's colored purple, people go, eh, I don't, you know, it's more than likely it's a sour. And boy, let me tell you something. This is fantastic. Uh, the guys at Bolero over in, in um, I almost said Carteret. It's, uh, oh, God. It's, uh, oh, my God, they're in East Rutherford, but it's not East Rutherford. Uh, wow, why am I blanking? All right. It's too, it, it, you know, I'm sorry, folks. It's too early in the morning when I record these things, and I I forget the, uh, I can't believe I forgot the name of the town that they're in. Anyway, they're off Route 17. They're right off of Patterson Plank Road. Definitely check them out. My God, Scott's going to kill me when he hears this. Anyway, um, another beer that they had on tap over at Paragon Tap and Table, one of my favorite places over on uh, Clark, New Jersey, right off the Garden State Parkway at uh, exit 135, reserved by Magnify. I've, again, I've said this before, folks. I have been very impressed at Magnify and the beers that they have come out with over the last couple of years. In a couple of years ago, their beers were very acidic, uh, very bad in a bad way, where there was a, a, just a lot of burn when I drank it, and I just didn't like it, and they turned me off. But I'll tell you, reserved by Magnify is a triple, and it is very, very good. Don't wait on it. If you find it somewhere, you should absolutely pick it up. And if you see it on tap, I absolutely encourage you uh, to drink it on tap. Now, Equilibrium Brewery. Um, for me, I don't want to say that they're hit or miss because they're 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 not. Some of their stuff is really good, and some of their stuff is okay. You know, I mean, it's not you know, it's not a bad beer that I wouldn't drink it. And I know a lot of people complaining about the equilibrium price point in New Jersey, um, but look, they feel like they have to get what they have to get. I don't would never really justify uh, spending twenty five to twenty eight dollars on a four pack of beer for anybody. I don't care who it is. Um, I think the most I would pay for a, a four pack uh, of a big double IPA. 22 tops uh, after that you you've priced me out i'm sorry but i'm not going to do that but um they made a very great farmhouse saison uh that uh we split a bottle of uh over a paragon tap and table keeping memories this is a beautifully done farmhouse beer it's grassy dry uh it's just it hits all the right notes for a saison um this is one of those on a nice spring day when it's cool out but not cold, and you're sitting out in the backyard, maybe you're enjoying a cigar, this is a nice beer to have. I know everybody says, ah, stouts, porters, this, that, but this is the type of beer, when it's done right and you have the right, just the right setting, it's a perfect beer to drink um, while you're uh, having a cigar, which reminds me, I have not had a cigar in quite some time now, so the first kind of nice, decent day out, I think I'm going to sit in my new backyard and kind of relax with something really delicious. And speaking of delicious... Now, I, I, my neighbor Greg and I, we, we go through this all the time, and he's right, and I, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dispute him on this one. I don't think he and I, in in the amount of beers that we've had from Treehouse Brewing in Massachusetts, I don't think we have ever had a bad beer from Treehouse, and this beer that we split uh, is no exception. Sweet Ride uh, Peanut Butter uh, and Hazelnut Coffee by Treehouse is absolutely, positively fantastic. I mean, first off. 
You got peanut butter and hazelnut together. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm down on that. I'm in. Uh, both of these meld together brilliantly. It's a delicious beer. Highly encourage you to make the trip uh, to Treehouse uh, if you get the chance to do that, because I will tell you, folks, you will absolutely not be disappointed. And then uh, finally, two uh, great beers from Source that I had uh, on St. Pat- Patrick's Day. I had the Patty's Day beer that they came out with, a, a, a dry, roasty stout, um, smooth. Actually, I shouldn't say dry, but roasty. Uh, and very smooth. It goes down real easy. A nice nitro pour, um, cascading in the glass. It's beautiful. Well done beer. And then Skater Girl, uh, a very nice easy drink in Blondale. Very impressed with it. A lot of citrus flavor in this, but very impressed. Uh, at 5.5%, it goes down easy. Uh, it's a nice beer. I love the can art. Uh, the artist that they use is phenomenal. Um, their can art is just wonderful. Their labels are always uh, spot on. And, of course, portions of the program are brought to you by Source Brewing. Get your beer directly from the source, uh, Route 34 in Colts Neck, New Jersey, right next to the great delicious orchards. And then finally, Alternate Ending Beer came out with a peanut brittle that I bought. Um, it is fantastic. It is uh, Alternate Ending and Old Mammoth Candies. They put together this peanut brittle, which is made with their Gimme Some Sugar Baby beer. And uh, my wife and I, I think, devoured the peanut brittle in... <laughs> I, probably like a day and a half. We're both suckers for peanut brittle. It was fantastic. I wish I had bought another can. It was only one can per person, but boy, let me tell you something. That's a great peanut brittle. It was delicious. And finally, I picked up my bottles um, at Wet Ticket of their uh, Imperial Oatmeal Stout. The coconut is not out yet, uh, but it soon will be, the coconut variant. But w- there was the last of the dregs in the keg that my neighbor and I had when we picked up our bottles. Tim, my friend, outstanding job. I cannot wait to crack the, uh, the Imperial Oatmeal Stout for this year because it's been sitting in the barrel for about a year and a half. That's pretty awesome. Folks, we are out of time. My thanks to everyone involved in the show as well as my guest, Brian Orlando. He's the morning guy at 94.3 The Shark, uh, raising awareness about suicide prevention. He did, he did this through beer in a local brewery on Long Island called 1940s Brewing. Um, check out 1940sbrewingcompany.com uh, for more information about the beer and how you can help Uh, with suicide awareness. I'll be back live on the Joe Piscopo Show Monday at 6 a.m. This has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody.